Hi everybody, this is Shannon Price, the Mind Mechanic, helping you navigate your life every day. Welcome and thanks for tuning into today's podcast. These podcasts are free and are brought to you to help you navigate your life mentally, emotionally, and physically to bring overall wellness that you might have been missing or didn't even realize you were missing. So thank you to everyone who has been listening and leaving us ratings and reviews. So if you can, please go to YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Music Podcasts, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And you just have to type in Shannon Price, The Mind Mechanic, and leave us a five-star rating and a short written review. I'm really trying hard to get to 500 ratings and would really appreciate it if you would help out. Then each month I'll choose a name at random and send you out some Mind Mechanic swag. So once again, if you find these podcasts helpful and interesting, I would love to hear from you. My goal in life is to change the way people see and treat themselves, to educate, empower, and evolve. And many people have lived their lives pretty much the same way for a very long time, stuck. Well, now it's time to improve because you are capable of making the biggest transformation of your life. You are capable of becoming unstuck. Today, I'm joined by my good friends and colleagues, wellness experts Maureen Connolly, Molly Camacho, and Angie Teet. I firmly believe that each person needs a personalized health and wellness team, a team of experts to trust and count on to stay as healthy as possible throughout their lives. <clears throat> I don't just mean your general physician, but that's where we start. I'm talking about a team of experts and specialists. I haven't always realized the importance of this, living almost 20 years playing music full-time on the road, living in hotels. I actually didn't even have a regular physician. The only professional healthcare person I had was my eye doctor, who I would see if we were in that town, a town where I really didn't ever live, but that's an entirely different story. Since that time, I have been certified, licensed, and have higher education as a fitness professional, personal trainer, and have even more continuing higher education in mental health realms of hypnotherapy. Um, I practice a non-trance-based non method, and I have a large knowledge base of how to interpret the messages and patterns in our dreams, which also helps with emotional, physical, and mental health. And the method that I use is almost 100% effective for every person that I see. In my later life experience, I've discovered and truly feel that everyone not only needs that family physician, that's where you start, but also an individual wellness person in other specific specialties who do not put you on a one-size-fits-all plan. Remember, you are not like anyone else. And you can't have great physical health without great mental health and vice versa. 
So when something comes up and you need help, it is imperative to have all of these professionals at your fingertips. So I've gathered three of my most incredible friends and experts. These are brilliant women in their fields. And we're going to bring you this big podcast to help you no matter where you are in life at this time or any other time in the future. So you can involve yourself and hopefully you'll realize that all of these things are imperative to your complete life and health. So I want to introduce everybody. With me today, we have Molly Camacho, who is not only my physical therapist, but she's a physical therapist for the last 20 years at Performance Therapies in Coralville, Iowa. Her experience in the area of orthopedics and sports medicine is unparalleled. She's also an athletic trainer and certified strength and conditioning specialist. Molly's mission is to educate empower and rehabilitate individuals of all ages to optimize their physical function to reduce pain so they can live an active and healthy life. Molly's helped me do this more than once over the last 15 years. So thank you, Molly. Woo. Thanks, Shannon. Thank you. Um, next, we have Maureen Connolly, who is my former physician because she's now retired, but I count on her every day. She specializes in internal medicine which is the health care of anyone from age 18 to age 100 and beyond. She loves this field because it has allowed her to form relationships with people as they encounter health problems and provide preventative care no matter what time in their life it is. <clears throat> she encourages and partners with adults of all ages using non-judgmental approach to achieve and maintain their very best health for a sustainable and fulfilling life. Thanks, Maureen, for being here, and thank you for being my physician. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Um, yes, thank you. And next we have Angie Teet, who is such a wonderful person and influence in the realm of holistic health. <clears throat> she has over 25 years in the health and fitness industry as a certified personal trainer and group fitness instructor. She also is trained in water aerobics, Les Mills programs, and she's very athletic, as you can't tell by what I'm already saying. Um, Angie has actually dedicated her life of service to help her clients reach their physical potential. And over the last two years, she felt a calling to help serve her clients on a different level of awareness. She's building on physical training and integrating holistic services. She's educated herself through many certifications with many mentors and teachers learning holistic modalities and ancestral healing techniques such as Reiki, Shiva Murti, crystals, and light language. She works with clients on a multi-dimensional level energetic field to untangle and bring back natural, physical, mental, emotional, and energetic bodies. Angie is committed to her clients and promotes self-empowerment, self-healing, and a deeper connection with the inner spirit or voice to learn to discern between our inner core and ego. Angie also works at the University of Iowa Healthcare Clinics as an administrator. And I've been to Angie for several modalities of holistic healing, and I always feel incredible when I leave. Angie, thank you so much for being here today. 
thank you for that wonderful intro. <laughs> thank you. Thank I you you. you you are all just brilliant, and I love you. You have uh, the biggest hearts and the most caring I've ever seen um, of people in your area for for patients and clients. Um, now I'm going to ask you guys some questions, and you can sort of do a little roundtable discussion. Um, because I think these are things that people actually really need to hear. They need to know these things. So my first question, and Maureen, I'm, I might be directing this at you. Um, the first question is, if a person goes to a family physician for a physical injury or pain, what steps would you take before referring them on to physical therapy or another method? And what factors would you take into consideration? Okay, well, that's... Yeah, that's a big question. If they're coming in with specific pain in a joint or a muscle area, that's one thing versus, you know, systemic pain. So let's say if there was an injury that would lead me one way if we're severe enough to, to need uh, an x-ray. But in general, if it's pain, take into account you know, their age, their level of physical activity, underlying medical conditions say someone comes in with pain in the knee the first thing you want to make sure immediately is that it's not reflecting a medical condition like gout rheumatoid arthritis right um blood in the joint from an injury all sorts of you know systemic illnesses but once it's clear it's not that and it's nothing acute then i do my own evaluation of the joint to see if i can tell if it's a, a ligament or actually a bony injury or arthritis. And I'm pretty, uh, pretty quick to refer to physical therapy because I like to do that first. Many people are, most many of us are somewhat unconditioned, maybe not, not in the best shape, we're busy, our lives are busy. And sometimes what it needs is somebody to really work on their muscle strength and conditioning to have the joint or the painful area you know, just, just respond better. So I'm pretty quick to send someone to physical therapy if it's not an acute injury and it doesn't look like it's related to an underlying medical problem. Oh, thank you. That's wonderful. Molly, if Maureen uh, referred a client to you for that, uh, let's call it the knee pain, and everything you're doing and everything you've tried doesn't seem to be helping that person, where do you think they would go from there? <clears throat> Well, she didn't uh, typically what we would call that referring physician right back to let them know. Usually they want to be involved in making that decision. Um, oftentimes they're going to send them on to an orthopedic specialist, an orthopedic surgeon, orthopedic doctor. That's the most common, right. um, most common referral if physical therapy, of course, if physical therapy hasn't done its job. Right, right. Um, and what I think it, uh, that you may want to take into consideration, and I think I know that neither one of you touched on this, but I know we've talked about it before, is what will that person's insurance pay for? You know, because that's a big deal, and and it's not it's not the the most inexpensive thing to go from person to person to finally find an answer to. Um, and so I know that. Um, as I've been referred to from Maureen to Molly, et cetera, that, um, yes, I have a copay, but my insurance will cover that. And also now that I've been to, um, of course, orthopedic surgeons and stuff, yes, you know, that happens. 
And I don't know um, what you guys think about this, but a lot of times, once there are x-rays taken and there's nothing really there, um, and I, as, um, as a mental health practitioner, I might sort of dig into their background to find out what's going on at home. You know, is it, is it something that has caused this pain for you and it's, and it's a real pain, but where's it coming from? And, and then I might, um, we may go through our, our one month long sessions and I might send them on to Angie just to get some clearing of the energies and stuff. Angie, what would, what would you do for something like that? Oh, I like to always reiterate, I am not a doctor. Right. I've never claimed to be a doctor. <laughs> you know, uh, training that I've gone through, but I generally have a questionnaire that I have uh, my clients fill out and it really um, covers, you know, their basic physical ailments that they may have forgotten about. Um, I cover um, any trauma that they may have had and how that affects the body. Because what we think about, we bring about. And none of us, we're not always aware of our thoughts. And especially when we're young and we have trauma, we don't necessarily relate that to anything that's happening in our bodies right now or how we talk about ourselves or how we take care of ourselves. So um, I just, I have my clients fill that out, but I don't read it because it's more for the client to become aware of their own issues that they need to work on and it helps their bodies remember how to uh, how to ultimately um, recover itself oh i love that so the, yeah. this, i'm just a facilitator i am not the person is ultimately healing themselves that's that's, wonderful. A, that's a really great yeah. point because so often <laughs> i think that physicians weren't aware until the past few decades that there are so many pains that are real, but that are springing from past experiences. One of the first, I think, we learned in internal medicine way back was young women with abdominal pain that we could not figure out. Now, this isn't across the board, but we had to be aware. Is there sexual trauma in the past? I mean, things, your body is often trying to tell you things it's storing up trauma and it will come out somewhere. Yeah. And once we've ruled out usual medical things, yes, that person needs to be helped to look at what else in their past might be causing this. And that's that's really good. And I agree with Angie, just having them fill out a questionnaire and starting the thought process that, oh, this is just, this could be part of me. This could yes. be a sign of something else, not just, I have a pain, let's get rid of it. I think that's that's crucial. Yeah. Yes, it's always that. It's always the uh, the power of suggestion. A lot of times, and and I love the that Angie. I love that you have them fill out the form, and you don't look at it because it's a way for them to get it out and remember. I love that. So um, we actually the next question I'm going to ask because we have kind of gone through the my my second question so the third question is do you encourage your clients or patients to consider how their medical problems can be a reflection of their lack of self-care um 
how do we cope with stress? We, we need to help them cope with stress, especially now, of course, you know, over the last two years, what the heck, you know? Um, and we, we want them to cope with stress and not reach for food and drink and, and not to procrastinate because they just feel mentally and physically exhausted, even when they're really not, but that's how they feel. Um, where would you start that, Maureen? Where do you think? Well, for very the most common medical problems, say high blood pressure, adult onset diabetes, high cholesterol, etc. Um, certainly, you don't like to just jump to taking a medication, but mm-hmm. talk to the person about what their life is like. I mean, stress affects all those things. Stress affects our diet. And self-care is something that I think maybe we're not necessarily taught to do because we have so many responsibilities for other people and our jobs and families and and whatever that we assume, over. okay, now I have a condition, I just need to take a medication for it, which in the long run may be true. But I, I rarely, for instance, on a first visit, will start somebody on medication for high blood pressure. That's just a step. Right. Talk to them, take their history, learn about their families. And also, we'll take the blood pressure numerous times over the visit so that as they settle down, often it'll come down significantly. You know, if you walk in and you're you're worked up, it'll be high. and there is a lot. The reason, a main reason I wouldn't go to medication is that I think it's incumbent upon me to talk to them about what their diet is like. Talk yes. to them about sodium. Talk to them about physical activity. And what uh, it's really lovely if someone is willing to do something like a food diary. I'll tell you, it's yeah. it's a difficult thing to do. I've tried it. <laughs> I mean, it's in all the books, but it is very hard to write down every day everything that you eat. But even just trying for maybe two days a week for a month so we can just, you know, find little things because I certainly don't think you're going to solve any medical problem with a diet. Right. It's a deprivation diet. But just looking at what's reasonable for someone, what they like and don't like and what changes they can make. And then I establish a relationship see them back in two weeks check the blood pressure again talk about other things and you know with time they may need medication but i certainly prefer dietary changes and more physical activity as is reasonable for them yes and it's not which angie and molly can speak to just saying oh yes you need to eat better and exercise more that doesn't help anyone right exactly So just making small suggestions that can be accomplished, you know, maybe eliminate this type of food or maybe look at the food ingredients as far as the sodium in it. Do you drink a lot of sweetened soda? Just small, small things they can do one at a time rather than, or you know, maybe take a walk twice a week. Start slowly. And, uh, And also, you know, eventually we would get to mental health issues and things that may block their ability to do things that would help them to deal with the medical problem. Right. Uh, step at a time so it's simple and sustainable. Exactly. Right. Nothing is sustainable if it's too, if, if it's painful or difficult. Right. Could it be? Our lives are so difficult already. Yes, exactly. You know, small changes that make, that a person would feel, yes, I could probably do that. Yeah. 
and work work with them. Molly, what what um, what steps do you take when someone comes to you and says? Um, Oh my gosh, my neck is just killing me, and and I I have so much stress. And um, what kind of step by step process maybe that you would use to help them with that? Mm-hmm. So first, we're going to be asking about um, what makes their pain better, what makes their pain worse, and like Maureen said, what's your what's your average day like? What do you what kinds of activities do you do? Do you um, sit at a desk and work? A lot of my patients have office jobs. And uh, most of them this past year have been working from home instead of in the office. So they, if their pain came on right after they started working from home, maybe their office at home isn't set up very well, or maybe they don't have an office at home. Maybe they're sitting on their recliner or their sofa with their laptop in their lap. So usually with asking the right questions about their day-to-day life, we can get to the bottom of, of what factors are causing that neck pain and that stress and then give them suggestions to improve that and um, at the same time we're we're doing all the other measurements of range of motion and strength and flexibility and and uh, correcting any imbalances we find there but it it's it goes hand in hand with what are you doing all day long yeah and what what positions are you in are you looking down at your phone a lot do you do you have um, some some not so good postures and positions and working with people to correct them? Yeah, exactly. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so it's so common to for everybody to come in and see Maureen or, or come in and see any of us for a quick fix. Quick fixes don't work. That's why there are so many out there on the internet that cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars because maybe they'll work for a week or two and then they're done, you know, and, and what's that person going to do when they haven't been given the tools to help them progress. And, um, that's what we're here. Um, Angie, if, if you had someone come in and with the same issue, like, Oh God, my neck and my shoulders, what, what would, where would you start? Um, after you have them fill out their intake form, how do you decide, um, which is the best modality for that particular person or modalities Um, yeah maybe there's more than one usually it's multiple yeah i know i've been there (laughs) thank you (laughs) Uh, so i have uh little points on the body little points there are points on the body that i can check to see if they're blocked or not and then um if they're blocked uh i clear them and then I check it again. I'm like, oh, does that hurt? No, it doesn't hurt. Yes. Like, okay, <laughs> we're moving on. So I uh, clear the body of any disease that it has, and I can. Then we can talk. You know, okay. And generally, the person knows. I carry my tension in the middle of my back, mm-hmm. like right where my ball bra strap is. You know, they they feel that, and so just yeah. you know, letting them be aware of their posture. And how you know that's just natural for us. Yes. But it's not. It doesn't come natural to people, and so they really have to be aware of it and work on it. And yes. So you know, in the long run, is that really going to help anyone? <laughs> or you know, are they yeah. really going to take that on? And you know, you hope for the best, but also bringing it to their attention, and yes. then um, I take from there, and then I bring them into a deep relaxation. Um, with Reiki and I use crystal 
Yeah, the Reiki well. is my favorite. I love the Reiki. It is. Yeah. It is. It's so nice, and um, it just kind of gently washes away all of the disease. But really, what it comes down to for me, I feel like people have a hard time distinguishing between the di- difference of self-care and being selfish. Yes. Oh, you're really so right. It, or to make it, you know, it's not, it's selfless. Yes. Because how can you be there for others in your life? Like I have right. two kids and a husband that depend on me. I got two big dogs and, you know, that's true. Or I don't mm. run the clinic, but, you know, I work in a clinic and I have multiple people who depend on me. So if I don't take care of myself and I'm not running at my optimum, then I can't be there for them. So yes. really self-care and self-knowing is very important. Yes, you're so right. Like, and really people don't know until they're just like, I'm burnt out. Like, yes, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm done. Like, what can I do? And I'm like, you need to take a step back, take some time for yourself, um, you know, get the massage, do all the things. If you need acupuncture, if you need to go run, start eating an apple a day. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Little baby steps. Yes. If you have a hard time, you know, working out or walking or finding a partner, you know, go to a group fitness class. You're going to find out your friends and then you're going to meet Sorry. them and they're going to be like, hey, where were you at? You yes. Know? It's just building a community that supports what you want to do and yes. your outcomes, you know? Yes. And so that's yeah. what it's all about. That's fantastic, Angie. Um, I know that um, what I work with uh, is the subconscious and the reason that um, people see changes fairly quickly is because the subconscious do, has been doing some of the same things since you were a child, since you were born. And um, sometimes the subconscious doesn't realize, oh, you're an adult, you can make your own decisions, you're gonna go that way instead of this way, right? And um, that's, it's so true. Self-care and procrastination and emotional eating are the things that I see people almost all the time for, all the time. Um, and um, it's it helps make those changes and make them stick. And and between all of these different um, ways of taking care of yourself, if you see one of us and then you see the next person and the next person and the next person, you're going to learn what self-care is because that's what we do. We practice self-care so we can give it to you. Um, and I, I just love everything that you guys have said. Um, but here's speaking of quick fix. I was just going to add, I think that people need to hear what Angie was saying is that self-care never means that you're selfish. Exactly. We actually need to reparent ourselves. We need to, not that everyone has had trauma or a bad child by any means. Oh, right. But in many ways, you know, just how would you treat someone you love? And why wouldn't you treat yourself the same way? Is something yes. that we don't always get. And that's beautiful message. Uh, getting that through to some people is like breaking down a brick wall, though. Um, you know, please go take a bubble bath or something. You know, you've got to start taking care of yourself. You've got to invest in yourself. You've got to invest in your health. And you've got to remember to look in that mirror and say, I am going to take care of me and then you'll you'll be able to take care of everyone in your family 
You'll be able to take care of your job because you got to put yourself first. Do you guys agree with that? You are worth it. People that yes. are, they are worthwhile, worthy of respect and love, no matter what, just as much as the people that they love. And if they can start with that, their whole lives will turn around. Oh, I yes, I agree completely. I love everything you guys just said. It's so true. And there are a lot of people that don't have a problem with taking care of themselves and, and self-care. But like Angie said, a lot of those people are around other people that do that for themselves. So it's it's sort of like finding your tribe, finding your group. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, I need to start taking better care of myself and because I am worth it. You know, just like Maureen said, I'm worth it. Because every single person on this planet is worth it. Um, it's just something we have, to, sometimes you need help realizing that. You need help knowing how to realize that and that's one reason we're here we're here for everyone we're here to help you do that my favorite quotes is if you don't take time for your wellness you'll be forced to take time for your illness oh i love it because that is so true amen that is so so true oh my goodness symptoms do not occur in a vacuum rarely do they and that's why there's never one there's rarely one simple answer sometimes there is but rarely very rarely very very much um i love that that every single one of us and you guys are you guys are amazing um will encourage each each person that they are a light in this world and that each person really needs to look look at themselves and say yeah i helped somebody today or something I said, someone remembered. So that focus on yourself and self-care is the best way in the world, not only to make your, help yourself relax, number one, um, help yourself be more confident, have more self-esteem, and realize your importance on this planet. When you're modeling that for your children, should you yeah. more people around you? It's people will see your example if you're in a position of respect. And if you're always, if you're not taking care of yourself, that's what you're showing is okay to do. Yes. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And, and I've always felt that, um, investing in yourself, knowing that maybe you do need a change in lifestyle. Maybe you do need to implement how to, take care of you because you're so important but it takes time and it takes an effort on your part and it takes most of the time it takes an ability to learn something new maybe and the effort to to just do it and it may take some investing some monetary investment in yourself but it doesn't have to be a big investment it just has to be something that's going to help you help you become somebody that has less stress somebody that's able to make changes for themselves because now you know how and you know where to go to get help so where do we go from there you guys 
What's well, for one thing, that's why we do preventive care. I think yeah. that we all do that. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you can prevent things uh, if you live a more healthy way or learn how to prevent. It's much more satisfying uh, to see someone actually avoid something they might be genetically predisposed to, like diabetes, if they already are more aware of how to eat and just how to have a, a healthier life. Right. to wait until it occurs. Yes. That's one way. That is so true. Um, following up and um, staying on top of things, uh, reconnecting with with whoever you're seeing for these these helps, these these medical, physical, emotional helping, um, just to keep going, you know, and to make sure that you're on track. Does do do you guys, Molly or Angie, you have anything to add? I would love to hear. Yeah, Shannon, I was going to add to that. In the physical therapy world, we're educating people all the time, um, especially people who haven't been physically physically active their whole life. They might not know where to start. They don't know yeah. what to do. They don't know how many times to do it, how many days a week. And uh, so that's what we're educating people to do. Um, you know, giving them suggestions for exercises or giving them a, a list of exercises related to their problem. Um, strengthening, stretching, this is how many times a day to do it. This is how many repetitions. This is how many times per week. So. Um, that's what we're doing all day long is educating yes. people in safe ways to exercise and um, what's best for them personally given given their their age and their um, their previous experiences and their and their injuries yeah. so that's that's what that what we're experts in and and uh, in this area I see a lot of people who are already very active and and they may already know what to do so they just need a little a little tweak like maybe they're running five days a week, but they're not stretching uh, or warming up or cooling down. Yeah. And I've seen people where that's the recommendation. Okay, you're running, you love running, you don't want to quit running, but how about let's spend the first five minutes warming up and here's some things to do. And then when you're done, you want to take five, 10 minutes to cool down. And it's amazing what that can do for the body to reduce injury risk, get yes. rid of injuries that are already there. Yep. And, um, you know, it's it's just really rewarding and, and fun for me to help people um, find those those little those little keys that they're looking for. Yes. You've helped me so much uh, so many times over the years. And um, you're a great example of somebody who has done every <laughs> and knows exactly how to do every exercise. And so, uh, you, you know, you can be a good challenge because uh you know, there's there's not much new that I can teach you and show you, but we always find something. We do. Yeah. Yes. Or and a, you know, new little piece of equipment, yeah. or you know, let's try facing this way instead of that way. And, yeah. And, uh, that's a lot of fun. And all of those little things have always made a difference to me in in how I'm able to move and function and let making pain go away. Um, and you're a great role model for everybody that you work. With. Oh my God! Thank you. You're always. You know, you're always talking about what you do. You're always optimistic and positive with everyone. You share when you're having a problem and that you really are aggressive in listening to what you're, what, what, what is suggested to do. So you really are a great role model. Oh, thank you. you see it in action. I appreciate that. And it's all about, it's all about getting information from experts 
and forming habits. You know, if, if you don't form the habits, say say if you if you don't do what Maureen says, if you don't if, and suggests, and if you don't do what Molly shows you to do, if you if you don't make it a habit, then your problem's not going to go away. And um, Angie, will you add to that about in your wonderful, beautiful? I love your holistic practice. Just let's add Angie yeah. in there. Yes. So um, it's really about being mindful and being present within the moment because we're always constantly, you know, thinking about what we need to do or yeah. regrets on what we wish we have had done instead of actively thinking or being present about um, what we are doing right now to be able to make our future plans actually go into the way action yeah. where we would like it to go yeah. to. So um, having people be mindful of how they eat, like reminding yes. them, of, oh, you need to chew your food. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't just swallow it. How does it feel when you sit down? Oh, if your shoulders up, down, and back, feel nice, proud chest, breathe in and out, and reminding people how to breathe. Yeah, we work on, we do shallow breathing all the time, but actually doing a deep breath. Yes, (laughs) a a counted breath. No, yeah, right. Yeah, counting. Bringing it all the way back down, basics from how to breathe, how to sit, how to walk properly. You know. Yes, yes. You know, you said something that I just loved, Angie. You said bringing people into the present because everybody's thinking, what am I going to do when I leave here? What am I going to do tomorrow? What, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, I shouldn't have done that five years ago or yesterday, you know? And, you know, it's so imperative that we get people to focus right on the present because there's nothing that will change in the, in the future if you don't focus on the present. And the past is done and gone. It's it's bye bye, you know. So we got to focus on now, so we can figure out what's going to happen in the next day, in the next five years, you know. So, you guys, I love you all very much. You guys have been so fantastic. Um, I want to thank you all so much for presenting um, on this podcast today because it helps others decide their path. It helps others know that there's all different kinds of help out there for them. And what I'd like to do is um, I would like to go through all of you guys' contact information um, one by one. And I will also list the contact information for everyone Um at the end of this um, podcast on YouTube and all the other listening sites, I will leave that in their comments there. So um, Maureen, if someone needs to speak to you and ask your opinion or get some suggestions, could could you tell them, would you prefer like to someone call you or email? What would you prefer? I think I'd, I'd start with email. Okay. That way, knowing that people will probably already have their own physician, but I'm not in any way stepping in on that. Right, exactly. Um, I would do email first, and then if there were a relationship established, we could we could go from there. And what would you? What's your email that you would you'd want to give out? It's uh, Maureen Connolly, M A U R E E N C O N N O L L Y five 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 at Gmail. Oh, that's a good one too. That's easy to remember. Thank you, Maureen. So, hope everybody got that. Um, Molly, what do you prefer that they reach you at the clinic? Or do you prefer that they email you? What you what would you prefer? 
Yeah, I work at uh, Performance Therapies in Coralville, and they can call me at that office number, which is 665-2630, or just email me directly, and my email is mcamacho, and that's C-A-M-A-C-H-O, at perthair.com, so P-E-R-F-T-H-E-R. Like Performance Therapies shortened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. And that area code on her number is 319. Um, Angie, what, how would you prefer people get in touch with you? So I have two ways you can, um, get a hold of me on my email, which is Angie at Lashira wellness.com. And that's A N G I E at L A S H I R A W E L L N E S S.com. Uh, or my website and that's LashiraWellness.com, L-A-S-H-I-R-A-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.com. Thank you, Angie. And for for those of you um, that are going to contact me, and I know um, I'm so glad that you guys do, you can find me um, at Control Fitness. That's all one word, control and fitness together at AOL.com. That's my email. That's my business email. Um, you can also find me at my website, which is www.sp, which are my two initials, Shannon Price, sptheMindMechanic.com. And to find all of my podcasts, which there are plenty of them now, um, just look on your favorite listening site um, on YouTube, um, Spotify, anywhere that you like to listen to podcasts, um, and just type in the search Shannon Price, The Mind Mechanic. And you can also find them at my website, which is, again, www.sptheMindMechanic.com forward slash podcasts. And on that website, you can also download uh, my free ebooks and a free gratitude journal that will help you navigate your life for the rest of your life. Guys, thank you so much. I'm going to applaud you all because I love you very much and you're so beautiful. Thank you for showing up and really helping people so much tonight. Thank you, guys. I'll see you later. Kisses and hugs. Bye.